You're listening to All The Best. I'm Danny Stewart. Things might sound a little different this week. I'm currently recording from home because I'm once again in self-isolation after my housemate tested positive for COVID-19. The last time I was in isolation, I had my partner with me and we just watched movies, baked bread and talked all day. It was kind of fun and everyone I knew was isolating so it didn't feel like I was missing out on much. But now things are a bit different. I'm all alone watching my Instagram stories of people partying, going out to dinner, going to the movies, basically doing all the stuff that I would love to be doing right now but have had to cancel. And it's funny, I'm not a super touchy person, but stuck in isolation alone, I'm really craving a cuddle. This week on All The Best, we're exploring why we crave touch from each other and how that connection can be like a kind of therapy. In our first story, Lee has an appointment with a professional cuddler. So um, I went to see Sarah in uh, the lush green uh, suburbs of Thornbury. So this one is just that we're both uh, at least the legal age of consent. So you're over 18. Yes. Awesome. So before we got to the main cuddling uh, part of the session, we we sat down and uh, Sarah and I went through a list of uh, rules, kind of like a contract for the session. Um, so the next one is just that we're both to be free from any mind-altering substances, um, thereby fully able to give consent. Yes. Yep, awesome. And, um, and in that contract, we set boundaries. So um, we both said what we were comfortable with, what we weren't comfortable with, what we both felt comfortable with for the cuddling session. The next one, number four, is about pr- practice, consent, and attention to personal boundaries at all times. So... Uh, for example, I don't like any hands traveling underneath my clothes. Um, I don't give or receive any kisses in the session. And yeah, I'm interested in knowing like what your boundaries are with the session and what, what you consider. No, I, I totally understand the importance of that. I'm like, I'm really happy to, to agree to those boundaries and like, I wouldn't, um, yeah, like I feel very comfortable in the same way, like no, um, nothing like underclothing, no kisses. Um, yeah, awesome. seems seems good. Awesome, thank you. I really believe in um, a non-judgmental space. So it's like, hey, I'm just meeting you. I don't have any judgments about you. We're seeing each other. You're a person, I'm a person. (laughs) You don't have to worry that, oh, is she going to think I'm like this? Or you don't have to hide if any emotions are coming out. If you feel a little bit nervous, if you're feeling anxious, it's like, okay to be yourself here. So, yeah, how does that feel? It's good. (laughs) No, like, I'll be totally honest. I was feeling a bit nervous just because this is, like, nothing I've ever done before. So I'm I'm kind of... um, I'm excited to to try it out. Yeah, awesome. If you'd like to take the invitation, because everything here is an invitation, I don't tell you to do things. Like, you know, I'm not your boss. (laughs) So if you're happy to 
Just feel your feet on the ground. And just have some nice, easy, gentle breaths into your body. Filling the space that is your body. That is your vehicle for traveling in this world. Body that feels, that has needs, that likes to laugh, sometimes has cried. body that is basically here to serve you and what you need. Okay. And only when you feel comfortable and you feel ready you can let me know how you would like me to join you. Um, I'd love you to join uh, if you'd like to sit next to me. Okay, great. Do you mean like cross-legged like this? Um, I don't know. How to, uh, what, are, what are different options? Maybe like this? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Is that feeling um, good? That's comfortable, yeah. Yeah, okay. So what, like... Some clients are not really great at standing up for themselves and they need to also know how to practice saying no to other people. So I can help them with that as well. And for some male and female clients, I like to help them as well with consent. So making sure we ask for what we want and making sure that we're really specific with our language, with, with what we want to do. And... You know, I, I, like I would uh, like feel comfortable doing, um, yeah, like I don't know, like moving to a different different area or, or trying. Listening back to the tape is just, it's not something that I've really done since I made it because it is so, it's so uncomfortable. I kind of just like tense up listening to it, honestly. Would you like my, where would you like my head? Mm, so like maybe I'll put my arm here. Yeah. Is this comfortable? Yeah. And do you want me to yeah, around here? Yeah. Okay, cool. Like this? That's comfortable. Yeah. And do you want me to be closer or further away? Uh, no, you're good where you are. Okay, thank you. Mm. Mm. Do you always wear like a um a cuddly kind of coat? <laughs> no, I just I actually just wear the As I moved past my initial anxiety, I was truly able to get into the session. What was the longest I had cuddled someone before? How long had I gone without touching another human? When was the last time I embraced someone while they cried? It's questions like these I couldn't avoid thinking about while Sarah and I embraced. As my confidence grew, I began to direct the session with more authority, proposing we move into free-flow cuddling, a form of cuddles with more vigorous and spontaneous movement. 
Um, so how can we move into free flow? It just means like, like, what do your hands really want to do now? Um, so I guess like uh, we could do like some. Yeah, those kind of things. Like that. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it's like. I wasn't just saying that, I felt refreshed from the cuddle and human contact, but also from Sarah's life outlook and philosophy. So really what it is all about in a nutshell to me, having a session with me is just about really being able to listen to your body and ask for what you want in the moment. Because what I think is that skill is very much transferable to all the other places in your life. If you're able to ask for a hug from somebody, then you're able to ask for a raise from your boss. Then you're able to ask your mom to not give you the socks that she gave you last year because you hate them for Christmas (laughs) or whatever. It's something that we're not taught in school is to be able to listen to ourselves because we're always listening and we're always outsourcing to somebody else as the authority of our experience. Like at work, you're supposed to do this task, that task, and that task because that's what your boss thinks is going to be your best experience for the next eight hours. And you're like, no, I've got other things in mind. But of course, you kind of check that out when you walk into the door at work. But to be able to, on your day off, you're like, okay, it's my day off. Like, how can I create an awesome experience to check in with your body? Say, what do I need today? Do I need to go to the hot springs or do I need to like walk in the rain? Do I want to go look at some waterfalls in nature? Like, what is it that I truly want? Once people are able to access that point within themselves, then I think that it just really makes everything else obsolete. I always provide a space for listening to people. So listening with non-judgment is another thing that I really specialize in in my sessions. So to have people be able to chat about any topic that they want freely and be witnessed in what they need to share, they sometimes have some really amazing insights on their life that way. And also with the consent language I was talking about earlier, to have people know that they can say no, that they can change their mind, that they don't have to just go along with something because they think that's something that I want to do. It's like, no, let's really find out what you want to do. It's not about me. I am the supporter in the sessions. You're the driver and navigator. I'm just like the one that gives you a little bit of water and like is there for like if you want to have an experience together. Like I really rely on my clients to be able to communicate that. Sarah showed me how I could apply this framework to all aspects of my life, 
thinking deeply about how you want to spend each day, talking openly about it with others who will listen without judgment, saying no to the things that don't bring fulfillment, and maybe most importantly, keeping an open mind. I would definitely encourage people to continue exploring in this area, whether it be maybe they want to be able to share more platonic touch with other people with no expectations of a sexual nature. You know that feeling like if when you, you used to get sick and your mother took care of you and she brought you everything and she stroked your head and made sure you felt okay and you got so many cuddles when you were sick. It's like that feeling, but as an adult, because it does get pretty rough out there. Like to just, after a stressful day, come in and almost fall asleep. Sometimes my clients almost fall asleep in here. They just get so relaxed from when they came from traffic and their their brain and their body and their everything is just like grinding up here, like up definitely from their head. And it's just going around in circles, like on that rat race. And then when they come in for a session with me, then it's just like, ah, oh, they're just like more in their bodies. They're more relaxed. They're more able to feel their breathing. They're more able to access different parts of themselves. Really, in this culture, we are not taught to feel our bodies and we're always operating from the head and we're always trying to get shit done. But like, there's so much more beyond the head. There's so much pleasure and other things that you can access in the body and feelings and stuff that's scary and stuff that's awesome. But the only way you're going to find out about that is if you try. That story was produced by Lee Robinson. Evren Sim was the supervising producer. You're listening to All The Best. I'm Danny Stewart. At All The Best, you can learn how to make audio documentaries, essays, and fiction. Our autumn pitch round is now open. So if you have a story to tell, get in touch. Visit allthebestradio.com and send us your pitch. We'll pair you with one of our supervising producers to help make your story. This week on All The Best, we're exploring the healing power of touch. And in our last story, Jess speaks to dermal therapist Miss G. I'd like to introduce you to someone making a difference to people's lives here in the inner west. This story highlights the power of connection and human touch. Miss G Skin Life established in 2019. Um, a lot of reasons why I started it, Jess, was because I seen a huge gap in the markets when it comes to the word therapist. It almost has changed to um, quick in, quick out, the trust level for beauty therapists and dermal therapists within Australia alone, it's completely gone down. So I wanted to kind of bring back that nurturing um, aspect of it and really educate people on the importance of looking after their skin. It's been my passion for 17 years and I needed to voice my knowledge and really give people my education to take on board so they can live a happy and healthy life in a confident body 
and look in the mirror and actually really love who they see instead of covering up all the time. You'd be very surprised with the amount of people that don't know their skin is their largest sensory organ and also the largest organ. Um, I remind them that it's the only outfit that they're ever going to be guaranteed in life. Um, and I really want them to start looking at the skin as a protector of their organs. The skin will always give people signs when your gut is impaired, when the microbiome in the gut is impaired, your certain parts of your skin will flare up, psoriasis, eczema, the list just goes on. When the nervous system is impaired by stress and anxiety or medications, your skin is like an ecosystem. So anything happen inside will 100% show up. So that alone fascinates me because the body fascinates me. And I think wellness should be taught as your insides and so internal and external and your mind, soul and heart. I want to create a wellness center of education, nutrition, mental health, really talking about the nervous system and how important it is. I want women to have makeup as a hobby, to be creative with it, not as a cover up to make sure that they can't leave the house with it. No. And the more clients I speak about this with, young and old, they start to get excited. As Miss G and I continued to chat, the word community kept coming up and the importance she places on giving back. I think if you have a business that's in a community and there is a high level of domestic abuse or drugs or homeless, and let's face it, domestic abuse in Australia mm. is really, really high, give back in some way. We all need to kind of band together. And just remember the importance of life. It's not about money. It's not about material things. So I'm absolutely all about giving back to the community and getting involved and having a space that people can come um, that are going through any of these challenges. And on the topic of giving back, as a registered practitioner in oncology aesthetics, every Monday, Ms. G opens the doors to treat people with cancer for free. Both my mother and my sister are breast cancer survivors. And a lot of my family members, extended family members, have died from different cancers. So I wanted to start um, the business off by giving back. So um, whether it's man, woman, non-binary, anybody at all, um, all walks of life and any types of cancer. I think a lot of businesses should really look into doing that because um, there's people out there that are going through so many horrendous stages in their journey here and it's just helping people and really give back to them and let them know there's people out there that care and it's not just about money. Ms G explained that there is a lot of taboo around cancer in the beauty industry. When I was working in a clinic in the CBD in Sydney and we used to get oncology patients coming through, we weren't equipped to. Um, we hadn't got much knowledge about cancer and the skin and the effects that chemotherapy, radiation or any other infused drugs had on the skin. So unfortunately, they, them clients were turned away. These women are human beings. They're going through something so terrifying and so difficult and challenging for them that being able to be touched and just treated is a gift in itself. There's people out there that don't have family mm. and are going through this. Mm. There's women out there that feel so horrible already and full of guilt. Another word that keeps on popping up is guilt. And, you know, a lot of people go, what have they got to be guilty about? When somebody has gone through cancer, and I've spoke, I'm speaking about this because I've seen my sister going through it. 
they don't want to feel like they're a burden on anyone. They don't want anybody to be putting themselves out because they already feel like there's a slight burden on the family. I asked Miss G, how do her clients feel in the privacy of her touch? They feel like they, they felt before they were diagnosed with the cancer. They feel like a normal woman. They love their skincare. They've invested in their time. And it's quality time for them to zone out. Just gives them that time just to talk to a stranger. Mm. Take their wigs off if they need to in a space where they feel safe and comfortable. If they need to cry, they cry. And that, to me, is worth its weight in gold. So I will continue doing this until it's recognised all over Australia. My whole aim to this and my goal is that every single person going through cancer has something like this available that they can just go and have events and have a time out just for themselves. Because, like I said, some of them don't have family and I want everyone to know that people care like the humanity in people I want you to come back to kindness have hope and, and give back when you can is so important because so many people have so little and are still fighting this on their own Ms G was kind enough to allow me to meet with her and her client Carol there's nothing like this offered to cancer patients for free yeah, Geraldine offers her services for free and she's very kind and she's good at what she does And just to be spoiled, the fact that somebody wanted to spoil you and it wasn't going to cost you a cent. Um, And she's very generous like that. And um, so I hope karma comes back to her in a big way. I'm going back again this Monday and I'm looking so forward to it. Yeah, I love it. I know, like we were saying, you're going to another world, don't you? You do, and you don't worry about anything or think about anything. Yeah. Um, If you do go one day and you feel a bit down about something um, to do with your cancer, well, Geraldine's a shoulder there and she gives you all the support that she can. And, um, no, it's just wonderful. She makes me feel very good about myself. You know, you get really attached to clients and then when they're going through something so significant in their lives, you actually become become part of that journey with them because... They have a place to vent other than the family members where they don't feel that's right. guilty yes. or bad talking about it. And that's a huge thing that... Well, you don't we really have. vent to your family members. Well, I don't. If I've ever felt sad um, about anything that's going on as far as the cancer's concerned, I, I might sit at home one day on my own and I'll have a little cry. And I'll think, good, I'm not... You feel like you're burdening people, you know, and... You want people to think you're happy all the time. Well, of course you can't be happy all the time. And that gets a little bit hard sometimes. But um, Geraldine, yeah, she'll take you. Whatever comes her way, she'll accept and, and help you with it, which is great. As I listened to both Carol and Ms G talk, it was apparent that they had both formed a beautiful connection. It's all about people. And the more time you can spend with your friends and your family... Um, you know, the better you feel, I think. They make your life and they make it happy. And that's what I feel for Geraldine, her family being so far away. Um, and I think we have a bit of a, a talk about that sometimes too. So I become her counsellor. Yeah. She does. So it's a two-way for It's you. a two-way for oh, us. Yeah. More my way. I get more than Geraldine does. Well, she listens, which is nice. Yes. I really feel that Geraldine would be 
a very important piece of a lot of people's lives. There's a lot of women and men, I suppose, that can't really afford um, facials and massages. And, and Geraldine, you know, she's just there and you know when you need her, yep, she'll go above and beyond. I think I would like more women and men to know that it's available because cancer treatment, especially chemotherapy and radiation and other infused drugs that different cancers are on, they have a huge impact on the skin. The skin is the ecosystem yeah. filter. It's your filter of your body. So it makes them look gaunt, very tired, yes, very dry, worn out. get cracked skin. So yeah. when people look in the mirror, they don't necessarily feel good about what they're looking at. And they might be losing their hair as well. So yes. there's a massive combination of both. And being able to have good skin and hydrated skin, where you know if you look in the mirror and you look good, it's an instant switch of your mindset. And I think that's huge yes. for anybody going through this. I mean, it's very personal to me as well with mum and my sister. And but I think it's, it's very important, important, you know, for people to be able to do this and have access to it. There's people on their own that don't have family. A lot of them are going through cancer. They don't have their group other yeah, than the oncologists, which are fantastic. Oncologists oncologist and your cancer, yes. oncology nurses, they're all amazing, wonderful people. But when they leave the hospital after treatment, they're on their own, Jess. They might have somebody that drops into them once or twice a week, like a carer or an oncology nurse, but they're on their own. And that's where I want to really get a niche into that market and go, you're not on your own. Since I've been having the treatment, I've had a, the, a bit of an attitude like, you're only here once. Enjoy it. Enjoy life. Like, you've got to balance it out. You've got to have your fun time and your serious time. And if you can put those in together and live your life like that. And I've got a thing that says, and I read it every morning, wake up each day with a grateful heart. And I look at that and I think, yep, I'm off for the day. This is a wonderful way to start the day. It was so nice to be able to spend quality time with these two women and witness the beauty and the power of connection through touch. Upon further research, I discovered that two in three Australians will be diagnosed with skin cancer by the age of 70. Research melanoma, I think it's such a big issue at the moment in Australia. It's just so important because it saves lives. And if mm. prevention is better than cure. So if you can just be aware of that and if every woman and man listening to anything can use just an SPF every day, 365 days of the year, not just summer. In wrapping up my time with Miss G, I asked her, what is a dream of yours? I would love to have a Miss G Foundation. And I think Miss G Foundation really rings. <laughs> Does have a ring to Does it? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Miss foundation. foundation. Just for people to help. The way I like to look at life is we're all walking each other home. I managed to speak to Miss G during the latest lockdown in Sydney, and she mentioned that both herself and her clients had found it a real challenge mentally, with not being able to physically connect. But she made a good point that it was a time for us all to reset and come back out of this feeling more grateful for human touch. Ms G Skin Life has now just become stockists for Escabags, a charity who distribute escape bags for victims fleeing domestic and family abuse. Each escape bag contains high quality products that are not gender specific, providing two variations, parent and child and single adult, 
catering for all victims of abuse. And in the wise words of Ms G, love who you are in your skin. That story was produced by Jess Nitties, with original music composition also by Jess. All the best would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we make these stories and pay our respects to elders past and present. All the best is made at FBI Radio on Gadigal land in association with SIN and 3RRR on Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung lands and 8CCC on Arunda and Moramungu lands. The All the Best editorial manager is Mel Chun. Emma Pham is our social media producer and Lydia Yosefova is our community and events coordinator. This episode was mixed and compiled by Sebastian Fijak. Shiningberg composed our theme music and Annie Hamilton designed the artwork. We're heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network and were made possible by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. You can find out more at cbf.org.au. You can find more episodes by searching for All the Best wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Danny Stewart. Thanks for listening.